You are now entering the D program. Deprogramming your mind, transforming your paradigm. I'm just one man with a plan under a mighty hand. It's the D program. Program activated. It is now official, people that the clowns are in full control of the greatest country on earth. And the greatest country on earth has taken center ring as the greatest show on earth. The facade is over. They are no longer hiding who they really are. Listen, I believe now that those who were asleep are now being awakened. From their years of sleepwalking, this coma-like slumber that this nation has been under now for quite some time, I believe there are many, many people who are waking up, not woking up, but awakening. You know, I talked about that on one of my earlier podcasts about there are different types of sleeping people. There are those people who are just asleep and you hit them with truth and they wake up. And then there are there are those people who are, you know, like in REM sleep, they get into a deeper sleep and you hit them a couple of times, maybe even a few times. And then they wake up and then there are those who are in a coma and that coma is like they're never going to come out. But I did say and I remember and I recalling myself saying that God could wake them up. So I left them. I ain't gonna say I left them, but there was a way out. And God could wake them up. And I believe he's doing that. And I believe people are waking up to this clown show that we're dealing with in this country. The events that has taken place are unprecedented in American history. But, you know, I'm, I'm taking this all in, man. I'm taking it in. I'm looking at this, you know, maybe even even snickering a little bit. You know what I'm saying about all that's going on because of this sheer stupidity and the this the sheer stupidity of these people that they would stoop this low and not be able to see how this will backfire. It's going to backfire, y'all backfire, boomerang, recoil, ricochet, reverse, whatever you want to call it. To their demise. And I am looking keenly at all of this to see where it goes. Welcome to the D program. I am your beloved host, DMG. Y'all know Daryl. Daryl is my name. Y'all might not have known that, but I'm telling you, Daryl is my name. And Daryl means beloved. I thank God that's the meaning of my name. I thank God that my mom and dad named me Daryl because I am beloved. And on this show, I am your beloved host, DMG. I welcome you. I thank you. I appreciate you. And I take seriously your time here. You could be anywhere, but you're still checking in. And I appreciate that. We've got an outstanding show for you today. I was going to call this an exciting show, but in my opinion, that'll be a little bit generic. This show is going to be outstanding. This episode is going to reveal some things that you might not have thought about. You know, there are a lot of people out here, podcasters, who are calling the situation that we have, that we're witnessing in this nation, a clown show. And so, you know, I guess, you know, my spirit just prompted me to do a little bit of research on that. And you guys, listen, you cannot make this stuff up, man, because the cat is out of the bag, y'all. I should say the jack is out of the box because that's what's popped up. The jacks, they have popped up. The music is stopped and their masks are off. Their makeup is off. 
I found the perfect analogy for all that we are witnessing in this show today. All that we are experiencing in this country today. This analogy or this analogy, analysis, both. It's what I'm going to be speaking about on this particular episode. I'm going to expose the clowns. They have, they've removed their masks and now they're showing us who they really are. You see, listen, they gave us masks first, right? With this Corona hoax virus, this, this Corona hoax, they gave us their masks. And some people still have half of their face taken away. They're, they're just not going to remove it. They're so afraid. You know, it's amazing how fear can come in and attack perpetually, residually, over and over and over again, and continue to take these people's freedom away. But the masks, for the most part, are pretty much gone, right? We've endured their, their pantomime, their slapstick theater, if you will. The, the, the smoke is kind of, you know, it, it, it's cleared now. And now I'm going to show you the real people behind this makeup and how they, you know, how they compare to the real clowns of history. Yeah, this episode is going to be the greatest show on earth, y'all. And we're going to we're going to also talk about how these people have turned America into a funhouse. Yeah, things are on a slant, aren't they? The mirror is like it's showing you something different than what's actually in front of it. Things are skewed and twisted out of form. Y'all know what I'm talking about. When you used to go in these fun houses, man, and you see your face, it looks all crazy. Looks all long, your jaws and, and your face is droopy. Your eyes are big. That's what they've got us in, man. A fun house. They got our eyes spiraling and mesmerized like you see in the cartoons, right? That's what's going on. And I'm going to talk about that. And I'm also going to talk about, of course... I always give you the spiritual context of all this and, and the hope that is in the inerrant word of God. If you guys want to join the podcast, you can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere you listen to your favorite shows. The D program will be there. And I want to thank each and every one of you again before we start for spending time here. In the realm where we dismantle lies and disseminate truth. My name is DMG and you've just entered the D program. Yes, it's a play on my name. But at the same time, it deprograms your mind while transforming your paradigm. Just so that you won't be conformed to this world. Now, let's deprogram. Now, to kick this show off, I'm going to do a shallow dive, y'all, into the history of what a clown is. Not a deep dive, just a shallow dive. I'm a meticulous kind of person. Y'all know, you might not know, but you know, I trade a little bit, right? I trade currencies. And and do, you know, doing when when you're doing things like that, there, there's a technical analysis that you do to try and see where the currency might go, like a you know, like a study to see where the currency might go. Well, Th that's the type of, I guess, essence that I'm made of. And so we're going to do a shallow dive of what a clown is. You're not going to need any, you're not going to need scuba gear or anything like that. Just put on a snorkel and a mask, man. <laughs> There's those masks again, right? But just put on a snorkel and a mask. We're going to go under the surface just a little bit so you can see where clowns are and how they have evolved over time. Now, here's the definition. A clown is a familiar comic character of pantomime. I want you to remember that word, pantomime and circus, known by distinctive makeup and costume, ludicrous antics and buffoonery, whose purpose is to induce laughter the clown usually performs a set of routines characterized by broad graphic humor, absurd situations and vigorous physical action. Think about what we're going through in this in this nation, y'all. Some absurd 
situations. And we go, we're also going to talk about this vigorous physical action. So I've pulled from the research of the Encyclopedia Britannica's view of what a clown is. I like saying that. Encyclopedia Britannica of what a clown is. Y'all know the Encyclopedia Britannica. I mean, that's, that's some old school stuff. That's before Google, right? That's before all of the search engines. We used to have these big, thick encyclopedias with all of the knowledge and wisdom and information in there. But this, this is where I got this from. These clowns, according to the Encyclopedia Britannica, they participate in pantomime, ludicrous antics and buffoonery and vigorous physical action. Those are the three aspects, the three characteristics that I'm going to be coming from when it comes to these clowns. And to get this, get this, get this show going, I'm going to talk about pantomime. You, you look, you can't make this stuff up, y'all. You, you, you're just not going to believe how the truth of clowning and the history is literally mingled or intertwined in our society. We're watching a clown show, fam. And the United States is at center ring right now. Now, pantomime, here we go, is a type of musical comedy stage production. It was like it originated in the United Kingdom or something like that. But more importantly, modern Modern pantomime includes songs, gags, slapstick comedy, and dancing. It generally combines, get this, gender-crossing actors and topical humor with a story more or less based on a well-known fairy tale, fable, or folktale. Y'all get that? Did y'all hear that? These, This pantomime generally combines gender crossing actors now this gender crossing actors people cross-dressing and acting like the opposite sex is what the encyclopedia britannica calls a clown people <laughs> you can't make this up man but keep in mind the majority of these people who are doing these antics today they're actors they're actors they are plants and they're actors it's only a very small percentage of people who are actually suffering from the mental illness or, or, you know, sex dysphoria or whatever, you know, I, I believe that's, that's the, a proper way of, of putting it. Like a, like they have a dysphoria. Okay. Dealing with, you know, their ment mental illness of, of who and what there are far, as far as their identity is concerned. But I want you to understand this, that what we're witnessing, what we are experiencing, is, is an America's Got Talent facet to all of this. The only difference is that there's no genre or there's no smorgasbord of different talents, different acts in this particular America's Got Talent competition. Okay. Only actors are on the stage. And, and these actors, they're competing against the natural order of things. They are competing against those of us who are sound spiritually, psychologically, socially, sound in the family structure, educationally, and even around entertainment like music and movies. Now, here's a case in point. Check out this clip with Dylan Mulvaney. Y'all know this guy who took down Budweiser pretty much, or Budweiser took themselves down by letting this clown be a spokesperson for them. But check out this clip with Dylan Mulvaney acting, I repeat, acting like a woman. Check this out. Day one of being a girl, and I have already cried three times. I wrote a scathing email that I did not send. I ordered dresses online that I couldn't afford. And then uh, when someone asked me how I was, I said, I'm fine, when I wasn't fine. So. How'd I do, ladies? Notice he said, how did I do ladies oh how was that acting job ladies you see the clowning is on display right in front of you and might i add complete with makeup and the costume this is this is <laughs> this is what we're dealing with y'all it's right in front of your face it's right in front of your face that's why i call this program the clown and the funhouse 
if you if you do some research, if you do your research, Dylan Mulvaney, you'll find out that he's an actual actor, y'all. Is he confused about his his manhood or you know him being a woman? I don't know, but I do know this: he is an actor. And based on the definition of pantomime, according to the Encyclopedia Britannica, he falls right in there with gender crossing actors. And y'all know what happened with Budweiser. He took them down, man. Budweiser took themselves down by letting this clown represent them. Now, my second point of clowning deals with ludicrous antics and buffoonery. Now, in my next point, I want y'all to understand that this sort of thing that I'm talking about next is centered around the transgender facade that's going on in this nation. That's right. It's a facade. And the reason why it's a facade, people, is because they have hijacked the illness of transgenderism or transgenders who are who are truly struggling and they truly want help. And they're being made a mockery of that. They're being they're being made. They're mocking them because the illness that these people have, they want to be helped out of it. See, they're making a mockery of this because anybody can simply identify as a woman or whatever, uh, you, you know, for that particular minute or that particular second, and then just go back to who they were. See, that's mockery. The mental illness that, that people have, they want to be helped through this, not made a mockery of. That's straight up ludicrous antics and buffoonery. I don't know if y'all heard about the guy who who came into the uh, women's competition. It was like this this transgender. They she, she uh, he he had you know came in there and then he had lifted more than any other woman who had bench pressed. And then this guy shows up, huge guy. He said, "Oh, I identify as a woman today," and, and he was so mad. And he went in there and just blew that guy out of the, out of the spot, man. And then went right back to being a dude. He was like, what, what, he didn't, it was just a mockery, buffoonery. And he did it on purpose. And I'm glad he did because he made them look stupid. This whole thing is stupidity. Now, y'all got to forgive me, man, if I don't sound loving and, and, and caring here. But this entire circus act is at centering and it's, it's got to come to a stop, y'all. We've got to stop this, people. And and the way we can stop, why do we have to stop this? Why do we have to stop it? Because this type of carrying on will destabilize society and it'll discontinue the human race if we do nothing. It sounds crazy. Discontinue the human race, DMG? Yes. Where there is only evil continually. I talked about that in another podcast where the whole earth had become corrupt. But that's what this is. It's an attack on humanity. Listen, transgenderism, if that's a word, I'm making it a word. Transgenderism, it's just a gateway, people. It's a gateway to the transhumanist movement. And its goal is to discontinue the human race as we know it. That's what it is. And what it does, listen, it causes it's it's it at its essence. It causes confusion and chaos and anything that causes confusion. Y'all know that's not God. God is not the author of confusion. Now, there are three ways that we can we can stop this buffoonery, this foolishness, these antics. We can stop it first through prayer. That's got to be the foundation, especially if you're a believer. Then we got to go to logical public debates and then the people of God has to continue to speak the truth the prayer the prayer part has to be in secret you know we can pray in secret well of course we can pray corporately as well but the prayer part is in secret you know you go into your closet and God rewards you openly but the logical debate and speaking the truth has to be 100% on public display. Now, here's some scripture as to the reasoning why I say this. Colossians. 
chapter two, verse 14, it says blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us. An ordinance is just a law, y'all, which was contrary to us. That means opposite in nature or direction or meaning and took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. This is what Jesus did. This is what Christ did to the ordinances that was against us. Well, this is what we have to do. We have to blot out these laws that these people are trying to bring into our society. And we have to nail it to the cross. How do we do that? Through prayer and through speaking out against this publicly. It has to be on public display. Colossians chapter two, verse 15, it says, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly. That's the public display, y'all. Jesus made a show of these, the, the, the principalities and powers openly triumphing over them in it. That's what we have to do. That's the public display that I'm talking about. We have to be in front of people with large audiences to let them see how these people are buffoons. Okay. And it has to be done so everybody can see it. Now, you know, of course, these people, they're going to run because they cannot defend this, this dumb foolery because they've trapped themselves in it. They can't defend it on public display. So they're going to run. They don't want public display. All they're going to do is say, you're a racist, you're a transphobic or whatever, whatever, whatever. But when it comes to logic, when it comes to thinking and letting, letting the best thoughts come out to the top, this is where they run because they cannot hold up. Their argument does not hold up under scientific evidence, true science, true biology. It doesn't hold up. Here's a clip as to how we should be handling this. Check this out. I, I just have one, I have one quick, can, we, can you come back for one second? Because this is an important question. You said you're an EMT. Yes. Okay, if you're responding, you're responding to a health emergency. Biological male, somebody with a penis is, uh, is having a medical emergency. And they say to you, um, I think I'm having a miscarriage. Would you, would you check them to see if they're having a miscarriage? Would you consider that a possibility for them? Look. <laughs> Y'all, <laughs> Matt Walsh is giving a clinic on the exact method of how to shut this thing down in public in front of a large audience. I'm going to continue. Here we go. No, but that's because some people don't have body parts. Doesn't mean they're not a woman. Okay. Sounds like we've established there are some people who in principle can get pregnant, and there are some people who can't. So there's two categories, otherwise known as binary. Lots of women can't get pregnant either. Yeah, but they're still of the nature to get pregnant. The only but reason- But they can't get pregnant. Yes, but Truth they... matters, right? It, it does, that's what I'm trying to explain to you. Truth matters, right? Watch this. Yeah. Truth matters and they can't okay. get pregnant, I... that's the truth, so how are they still women? Because they are, for, for, this, for the same reason, for the, for the same reason that, I, that I can rightly say that human beings have two legs. And if a person is born with only one leg, that doesn't call into question the statement that human beings have two legs, okay? A person being born with one leg doesn't mean that now legs are on a spectrum and we can't say... <laughs> We can't say anything at all about how many legs a person has. Who knows? They could, have, they could be a centipede. You know, they could, have a, they could have a hundred legs. No, we know human beings have two legs. If a human is born without two legs, something went wrong. They were supposed to have that second leg. Something went wrong. If you, if you, if you meet a person on the street who only has one leg, maybe, maybe they had an accident. Maybe they were in war. Maybe, maybe, some, you know, maybe they were in a car accident. Maybe they had cancer. A leg was cut off but you know that something went wrong because of the, by their nature, they're supposed to have two legs. Same thing for a woman. A woman by her nature can get pregnant. A man by his nature never can. So if you meet a woman of childbearing age, say she's 28 years old and she can't get pregnant, you know automatically that something has gone wrong and she can go to the doctor and find out what that thing is, even if they can't fix it. So 
that proves that women by their nature can get pregnant because the simple fact that she can't shows you that there is something wrong. This is what is known as the exception that proves the rule. Whereas if a male with a penis can't get pregnant, no doctor on earth is going to run tests to see what's wrong with him <laughs> because they already know it's that he's a male and there's only male and female, those who can get pregnant and those who can't. So, this is how we're supposed to handle it, y'all. Now, that was absolute clear thinking, logic on display, shooting down, taking down the lie, taking down the, the confuser, if you will. Yeah, because there's a confuser. There's a, de there's a deceptive, confusing spirit right now that's wandering through our land and the world. But this is the way you take that down. That was absolutely brilliant. And this is how we're supposed to handle this. And we're not supposed to be afraid. You know, so many people say, well, you know, I don't talk about politics. Oh, I don't talk about, you know, God or whatever. That's the problem. We don't just we, li listen. They have made it so that we are ashamed or we feel funny when we talk about these things in public. But we're not supposed to shy away. We're supposed to engage in love and then show these people the way because there are tons of people who were thinking straight and this spirit of confusion has come in and caused these people to wane. They're like, they're giving this possibility now, you know, they're giving this, this whole situation, the possibility of being something that they would now consider. See, that's how you go astray. But what we just heard is the way back, the way to fight and put this, this buffoonery to rest. Now, moving on to the last facet of the Encyclopedia Britannica's research of what a clown is brings us to this vigorous physical action. Remember, I said it was three things. Right. We're on the last part of what the Encyclopedia Britannica calls a clown. And that's the vigorous physical action. This final characteristic. So what is the physical? I'm sorry, the vigorous physical action that has taken place in all this clowning around? Well, we know this. There was a raid on Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago. Old news. I get it. But it is vigorous physical action. And then, of course, the indictment. Old news. I get it. But it is vigorous physical action. And it further proves this to be the case. Right now, all of this that I just mentioned, you know, Mar-a-Lago and his indictment. I mean, we know about this because it's in the mainstream, you know, fake media. Right. And everybody's talking about it or has talked about it or talking about it still or whatever. But there are other examples of these clowns, vigorous physical action that are going on for the most part unnoticed. Now, this bill, there's a bill that was passed in Washington state. And I got this from newsbusters.org. You can go to newsbusters.org and you can check this out for yourself. But Senate bill five, five, nine, nine allows check this out y'all here's what it says it allows runaway children to enter lost i'm sorry to enter host homes also called shelters that would allow said transgender children to receive transgender care without notifying parents essentially host homes could allow children who mind you aren't theirs to receive trans treatment as they're supposedly protected health care services. They don't have to say anything to the child's parent. Gender affirming treatment can be prescribed. It says here to two spirit, transgender, non-binary and other gender diverse individuals. The bill stated it was not specific about how far these treatments would extend. Typically, this type of care involves puberty blockers, cross-sex hormone, and surgeries. 
This article goes on to say, so without clear limits, it appears this bill would allow a little girl to run away from home and get her boobs removed without her parents even knowing that is evil. All shelters have to do is contact the Washington Department of Children, Youth and Families. These people, they always have uh, an, an acronym to get approval for kids to take part in this life threatening procedure. That is vigorous physical action. But it goes on even further, y'all. Check this out. Well, a Democrat lawmaker in Virginia is now backing down from a bill that would punish parents who do not affirm their children's gender identity or sexual orientation. Last week, State Representative Elizabeth Guzman told a local television station in the D.C. area that she wanted to expand the definition of child abuse. Her proposal would make it a crime for parents who do not affirm their children's gender identity or sexual orientation. Guzman introduced the same legislation back in 2020. So they want to expand the definition of child abuse. People, they're the ones doing the abuse. They're not backing off of this. These people are swinging a battering ram to try and break down the natural order of things. They swung it back in 2020, and now they've swung it again in 2023. Of course, to no avail, thank God. But again, you can see this vigorous physical action characteristics from these clowns. This this stuff is happening. And it's it's the perfect analogy of what a clown is and how we're being clowned. And all this pantomime has taken center ring in the greatest country on Earth. That is now the greatest show on Earth. My goodness. Now we're going to get into the second part of the show, the fun house. And as we transition into this next portion of the D program, I want to ask y'all a question. Does your perception line up with reality? I mean, does your perception line up with reality or are you trying to change reality to line up with your perception? Now, I know most of you who are listening to the D program, your perception lines up with reality. Okay. Because you're intelligent and I get it. You know, m- most of the people who are attracted to this show are, 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 you know, kind of, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm preaching to the choir somewhat. Hopefully not. Hopefully some people come in here and they can get educated. Right. But there are those people out there who are attacking reality. I mean, they are literally at war with reality because it doesn't line up with their perception of it. And these people are the creators of the funhouse. They want they want an alternate reality. But not only that, they want to force that reality on everyone else. They want to bring us into their funhouse, their their tilt or their twist their piano on the ceiling, if you will, which is actually the floor and their their fly on the floor, which is actually the ceiling, all twisted up, all upside down, all dizzy. Everybody's dizzy from these people's antics, this fun house that they they're trying to lure everybody into. I'm talking about these people coming after our children and making parents the criminal for not reaffirming them in their funhouse of lies. Can we assign motive to this movement as being sinister at its core? I'm talking about the transgender movement. These people who are coming after our children and making parents the criminal for not reaffirming them in their funhouse of lies. I'd say definitely yes, because They're not out to help the kids, y'all. They're not out to help the children. They're out to divide the children from their parents or divide the parents from their children in order to permanently confuse and ultimately destroy the kids. So how do we tear down this funhouse? Again, it goes back to prayer first and then public debate 
making a show of this stupidity openly and on public display. And of course, speaking the truth. Check out this clip. There's this other version of body dysmorphia, this kind of misperception of, of one's body. It's called BIID. It stands for Body Integrity Identity Disorder. And what BIID is, is it's when someone looks at like saying something like their hand and says, this isn't my hand. This is, it feels foreign to me or these legs feel foreign to me. In fact, there was a documentary I watched a number of years ago about a woman who she perceived herself to be a paraplegic. She perceived herself that her legs didn't work. And so that's how she lived her life. She got around in a wheelchair. She transferred herself from her bed to a wheelchair with like a, you know, a pulley system kind of a thing. But the reality is her legs do work. Her perception was off. And so what happens is this, when someone's suffering from this kind of body dysmorphia, BIID comes in and says, doctor, this is not my hand. It's not my real hand. Can you amputate it? Doctors around the world are instructed, no, that's actually their hands. Don't amputate a healthy limb. Their perception is wrong not the reality. Their perception is wrong, not the reality. Now that is speaking the truth in love. In order to love y'all, you've got to speak the truth. And you can see that people who are suffering and these types of illnesses, they need to be helped. Not, they don't need to be affirmed in their dysphoria. They need to be helped out of it or through it. But what are we dealing with today? We're dealing with nut jobs who want small children to make life altering medical decisions without notifying the parents. That's beyond sinister people. That's an agenda. That's not them caring for children. I mean, think about this. Are the people in these positions really caring for what's best for the child? Think about it. The answer is an emphatic no, because if they were, would they be clamoring for the breakup of the family by separating the children from their parents? No, this is divide and conquer. This guy goes on with some more points. Check him out. But when it comes to sex, we all lose our brains and we all lose our minds. And a man goes in or a woman goes in and says, doctor, these external genitalia are not mine. They're not actually a part of me. I perceive that they shouldn't be here. And apparently we're okay with doctors saying, okay, well then we have sex reassignment surgery or gender reassignment surgery. And yet that seems to be kind of covering over the real problem, just like amputating a healthy limb will be covering over the real problem. In fact, that's the conclusion that a guy named Dr. Paul McHugh came to. He was the chief psychiatrist of Johns Hopkins Hospital. So this isn't like a crackpot doctor. This is the chief psychiatrist, ex-chief psychiatrist of Johns Hopkins. He dealt with a lot of these cases of people who identified as transgender. They saw themselves as a member of the opposite sex. And with sex reassignment surgery, he said, yes, some of these patients experienced satis a satisfaction of that reassignment, but they were still disturbed. They were still hurting. And he came to this conclusion. He said, we had to stop doing sex reassignment surgery because he says he found that producing satisfied, but a still troubled patient seemed an inadequate reason for surgically amputating normal organs because I could change. What happened was, I don't know, some, something happened to my, to my audio there, but what he said was after the surgery, these people are still a man or they're still a woman. I don't know what happened to my, my audio there, but the point is, he said it was the, the, the person, the doctor said he shouldn't be doing this anymore. Life altering surgeries, but these people feel a little bit better, but they're still having trouble. Because they're still a man or they're still a woman. I mean, when, when the truth comes out, that is literally the truth. At the heart of it, they're still a man or a woman. And nothing can change that. Nothing can change that. These people are getting life-altering surgeries done while they're still in the funhouse. They're making that type of decision in that state, in that frame of mind. But after they leave the funhouse, after the twist, after the slant, after the checkerboard walls, the abstract mirrors are gone and they're back in reality. Guess what? They're still a man or a woman. And no external surgery is going to change that. And they know this. And they're talking about children 
having to make these decisions and the apparent and the parents should be affirming them. No, 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 no. That makes no, no common sense. That, that makes no sense at all. That's an agenda. That's an agenda to alter a society, to break down a society so that there is no more society. When you break down the normalcy, the natural order of things, that's the only way you can take down a society. Okay, so what can we take from this on a spiritual level? Well, first and foremost, I want to say this on behalf of all followers of, of the gospel of Christ. Okay. I'm speaking about the ones who, who believe that scripture is the final authority on this subject or any subject. I'm not talking about the woke gospel either, because that's another Jesus that they are preaching. That's another gospel. And the Bible talks about that. You can, you can check out second Corinthians chapter 11, verse four, preaching another Jesus or another gospel. And receiving another spirit than the one that was preached by Paul. I'm not talking about that. Because there are people out there doing that. All right. But what I'm about to say, I'm saying this on behalf of the followers of Christ Jesus. The true gospel. The true king of kings. And that is this. Anybody out there who is truly confused, mixed up, or struggling with their identity as a man or a woman. And they want deliverance. They want to be delivered on behalf of the Christians, the true Christians out there. We would ask that you seek God, the God of the word of God. Jehovah God, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. The God whose son, only son is Jesus Christ, the Messiah. We would ask that you would seek him on this matter. This identity crisis that you're going through and then and then consult or consult with the Holy Spirit to guide you into all truth, because he said he'll guide you into all truth and to also guide you to proper and benevolent people who are out for your your healing and your well-being pertaining to your mind and your body. You're not hated. You're not frowned upon here. We stand with you. As you, as you seek deliverance from this, as you seek to be in your right mind, in, in your right identity, our prayers are with you. For you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. That I'm saying on behalf of true believers on Christ to every single person out there who are going through an identity crisis, not knowing or feeling Strange. I rebuke the enemy off of you. Once and for all, I'm letting you know it's not hatred. It's not unloving to tell you this. But to those people out there who perpetuate and promote this abominable lifestyle onto our children, who prey on the weak for their own gain. I don't care what it is. I mean, be it your own perversion, your political expediency or your monetary gain, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. You see, because it's one thing to live this life for yourself. But when you start messing with the children, that takes things to a lower or the lowest level. Matthew chapter 18, verse six. I want to read something to y'all. It says, but whoever causes one of these little ones who believes in me to stumble and sin by leading him away from my teaching. This is Christ in the Amplified Version. I, it would be better. It says it would be better for him to have a heavy millstone hung around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Think about this. He said it would be better. That means it's actually going to be something worse. For you people. You see, the reason why God is so intolerant of those who cause children to stumble is because he looks at children as examples of how we as adults ought to see God. Here's a supporting point. 
Matthew 18, one through five, it says at the same time, the disciples came unto Jesus saying, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called the little one, called the little child unto him and said and set him in the midst of them. He's using this child as an example, y'all. And he said this, verily, I say unto you, except you be converted and become as a little child or become as little children, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever, therefore, shall humble himself as this little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name receives me. Now, here's a supporting point. Jesus said, except you be converted and become as a little child, except you be converted and become as little children. But these clowns, what are they doing? They're converting the little children into becoming an abomination. They're converting them into becoming something else. Can you see? Can you guys see how Satan goes to where Jesus goes? Jesus goes to the children and he uses them as an example to show us and to teach us a point. So Satan, what does he do? He goes to the little children, too. But what he does, he goes to the little children to flip them as an example. You see how sinister that is? You see how sinister these people are? You see, they will they they will flip the little ones into believing the lies of this alternative and abominable lifestyle. And then they'll use them as an example, just like Jesus and say, you know what they'll say? They'll say this. You see, after they flip the little ones, after they've made these little ones confused and accept that abominable lifestyle, they'll go to them and, and they'll come back to us and say, you see. If they can accept us, so can you. The children are loving and caring. And you should be too. You should be like the little children. Didn't Jesus say you should be like little children? See, they'll flip the children and then use the children as an example, like Jesus does. Now, I want you to understand, and I realize that, you know, this was, this was speaking spiritually as well. You know, speaking about new believers in Christ, when he said, you know, unless you become as a little child, you know, he's talking about, you know, be becoming a, a child in Christ. And that we, you know, that we would show them respect and not cause them to stumble and fall. New believers, I get it. But what we got to remember also is that Jesus did take a literal small child to prove this point as well. So it was spiritual and it was also a natural example. So either way. Leave the children alone. Now I'm about to terminate y'all, but before I go, I want to say this. We're going to go back a little bit. Roe versus Wade, right? Roe versus Wade was overturned. And I believe that this new attack on our young ones is because of a spiritual warfare of hitting back about that reversal. On that Roe v. Wade. I believe they're hitting back. This is a spiritual war we're in, y'all. If it wasn't, it would be over by now. This is a spiritual war. It's not going to change with an election. It's not going to change because somebody, you know, wins an election. It's going to change because God, through his people, will turn this around. And, and God, through his his power and his wonders will cause all to see what the truth is. Now, an election can help. But like I said, in tethered to the king, he's not going to let nobody get his glory. So for those of us who who know Christ, it's going to be impossible for the enemy to prevail because we know him. And as a result, we're suited and situated on the rock. Matthew chapter 16, verse 15 through 18. Check this out. Jesus said, he saith unto them, but whom say ye that I am? Who do you say I am? And Simon Peter answered him and he said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed it 
unto you, but my father, which is in heaven. Reveal what? That Jesus is the Christ. He said, flesh and blood has not revealed this, but my father, which is in heaven. And I say unto you that you are Peter. He changed his name from Simon to Peter. He said, and upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You see, Peter was the only one who said that Jesus was the Christ and the son of the living God. He knew Jesus for who he is. That's why Jesus said that Peter was now a rock because he knows Christ, but we know him too. And the gates of hell should not prevail against anyone who knows him to be the Christ and the son of the living God. So all we have to do is stand on the rock of who Jesus is. That's it, y'all. That is the victory. That's the victory right there. When we know who he is, we know the truth and the truth will make you free. Once again, I want to thank you guys for deprogramming with me again. Tell your friends about the podcast. And no matter what these clowns throw at us, fastballs, curveballs, knuckleballs, by asking, seeking, we will continue to knock them all out of the park. This is DMG. I'll catch you guys on the next. Peace. I'm out. You have now been deprogrammed. However, for optimal effect, re-enter to continue your mind's transformation. On the D program with DMG. After exiting, please share with your friends your experience in the D program. Program terminated.